Welcome back to It's a Work with Paul and Grizz. This is Grizz here, giving you a quick intro on what's going to happen on today's episode. Today's episode, we are going to go over Wrestle Kingdom 13. We are going to go over the All Elite Wrestling Rally for their upcoming pay-per-view, Double or Nothing. So it's a recap of WrestleMania 13, a preview of the AEW rally. Tomorrow's episode, we'll go over uh, what happened at the rally. And, well, not tomorrow, but next week's episode. And then, uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And then, uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Paul, where are you? Paulie, Grizzy, what's up, buddy? Living the dream, man. What's going on? Uh, nothing. I figured we'd do a uh, episode of It's a Work because you know it's a big day in wrestling today. It is. I, I was at wrestling last night. Today's a big day in wrestling. Um, yeah. So I figured we'd try to try to see what's going on and get as much uh, wrestling talk as we can uh, while you're driving to work. Good. I wanted to. I wanted your thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom. Anyway. All right. So Wrestle Kingdom was awesome as usual. As usual. I did you watch? I, I watched the two big matches and then some highlights um, on uh, on Twitter. Um, the Jericho match was pretty great, and the Tanahashi match with Omega was good, but. WWE has this problem lately too. Everything's really predictable. Well, it was it was gonna be predictable this year, regardless of what they tried to do, because you knew all these guys are leaving. You know what I mean? I know what you're talking about. I mean, it. Uh, I don't know. Omega could have won, and then they could have like turned it the next day or something like that. Something different. Naito had to win. Naito hundred. Naito had to win. Well, it was a huge day for the Los Angeles Bernabes in general. Yeah, but Naito's looked like a chump for how many uh, weeks? Basically, the entire year. Yeah, pretty much. He's looked like a chump since he lost to Okada last year. Yeah, they they uh they finally booked Naito well. Yeah, like they they built him up last year, had him lose to Okada, and then Okada loses to Kenny in a moment that I don't know. It felt underwhelming at the time. Yeah. Well, the good news is he's on. He's the Intercontinental Champion again, so all's right with the world. How many times is that? At least three that I know of. Probably more than that. Let me see if I can look that up. If you had to rank him in for the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time, counting WWE, where do you put him on the list? Oh, that's tough. Because uh, his career is pretty young. But And I really, I'm really big on, on uh, Naito. What, but, uh, who would you rank as the greatest inter- intercontinental champion of all time? Chris Jericho. I I kind of think it's probably Bret Hart. 
I hate Bret Hart. He's not even on my list. <laughs> then your list doesn't count. Your list is stupid. Uh, I, I don't know. Bret Hart just doesn't doesn't do it for me. The more I've gone back and watched Bret Hart as an adult, the more I've realized, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Bret Hart was really awesome. Was he? Yeah, you got to go back and watch that stuff now. Like, as a kid, I get why you'd be bored. But now, like... I. Yeah, man. Bret Hart's... Bret Hart has moved into my top, like, seven to five. Yeah, I don't know. He's very low, like, I don't know. I just never cared for him at all. There was nothing about him that was appealing as a child. I mean, besides, he was great at wrestling. And he, uh, did he bang the black chick from Mad TV? Excuse me? He was on Mad TV. Didn't him and Will Sasso have a feud? And he had sex with a black chick on Mad TV? I don't, I don't know if he bangs her or not. What was that girl's name? Something with a W. Wanda Sykes? No, I'm talking about six? like the original. I'm talking like original Mad TV, not not that new. Was Wanda Sykes ever on Mad TV? I don't know. This has already gone off the rails. This is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to Wrestle so, Kingdom. Actually, I'd, more so than Wrestle Kingdom. I think the day after was more interesting because of what who wasn't around more than who was around. Who wasn't around? None of the guys that made them, besides Naito and Okada, and I don't even think Okada was on the show, but besides Naito and Okada, none of the guys that made NJPW popular in America were on the show. Like, you're, you're starting the year with Naito and a feud with... Uh, is it Taichi? Is that how it's pronounced? Who it, it isn't even good enough to make the G1. And then you're starting the uh, Tanahashi's with Jay White, who no one cares about. No, Jay White's going to be a big deal. Yeah. He, he's, he's a good wrestler and he's big. Uh, and uh, everyone's pretty big on him. In Japan, he's very big. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, he's a big deal. I, I listened to uh, Jericho talking to somebody from Japan that I don't remember who. I think he was like uh, one of like the top uh, like journalists, wrestling journalists in Japan for like the last like 30 years or something like that. And he's he's saying that Jay White's the like that's where they're moving. I don't know. They're it's moving just, in the direction of Jay White. But if you're trying to make your big crossover into the States, like. I think if all those guys leave, you need to work on bringing somebody in that's going to be a crossover. Well, it's going to be tough now because now all the guys that got the United States interested, they're starting their own promotion. And we're going to talk about that in a second because I think that's kind of going to be ridiculous and not great. Uh, I think that it'll wind up being something really good. Or it'll become nothing but I, I i really think it's gonna go someplace all right so what was your favorite match on wrestle kingdom um that's tough there were a lot of good matches abushi and osprey was very good yeah apparently abushi got like knocked out 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, when that happened, me and Adam weren't sure if it was real or kayfabe. And then towards the end of the show, uh, I think Hermie might have said that uh, he had a concussion. So, like, I'm pretty sure Ibushi's still with New Japan now, even though AEW starting up. But like, wouldn't you think? Okay, Omega's gone. The next feud for Tanahashi should be Ibushi. And even if Ibushi's leaving at that point, then there's a way to write him off. Well, the thing is, Ibushi doesn't have a contract with anybody. Really. Uh, yeah, because Abushi's family has money, and he, he has money or something. Adam told me. This is all stuff Adam told me, so if, if my facts are wrong, you blame Adam. Okay. But, uh, yeah, his family has money, so that's why he's never signed a contract. That's why he's never been the world champion anywhere, because he, he just he enjoys wrestling, and he likes to be able to wrestle wherever he wants to wrestle. And he doesn't need to be tied down to a contract because he doesn't need the money. All right, then. Well, then. It is what it is. I guess we'll see him. He's just a, he's just a phenomenal wrestler, who enjoys wrestling. If you had to uh, gauge your current interest level in NJPW right now on a one to ten, where are you sitting? Uh, well, first off, it's definitely higher than my interest level in WWE. Uh, but I'd I'd probably leave it at uh seven and a half. Really? Wow, I am I am way lower than you. I'm like a four right now. I I, I still have a lot of uh, interest in seeing Naito and Okada, and actually the whole Ingo Bernables. I I very much enjoy all of them. Uh, well, Sonata is apparently coming to NXT. Is is he? Uh, Kushida is definitely coming over, um, and Sonata they're they're working to bring over, so it's possible. Oh wow, that's uh, that's not good news for yeah, New especially Japan. since they don't think the other kid will wrestle ever again. That broke his neck. Oh, oh I can't think of his name right now, but he loves cats, and I love him. He's great. I wish I knew who you were talking about. The cat. He, da- he had Daryl. He had the little puppet. Daryl. Daryl. Why does that make sense? Was it Yano? No, it wasn't Yano. It was the puppet. Yano. Yano's my favorite. Yano. Who had Daryl? I can't even... I, I remember Daryl. I can't remember who the fucking guy was now. Hold on. Oh, that's a bummer. I really wish I could remember that. Yeah, because we both enjoy his fucking work. Yeah. Hiromu. It's Hiromu. Takahashi. Oh, 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 I know who you're talking about. The uh, the guy with the red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's never going to wrestle again? Uh, that's what they say, but Japan notoriously works like injuries in the media. All right, well, hopefully... he. If you follow the story along with Naito, he's the reason Naito, like, started caring about things. Like, after the whole... He didn't care about the the Intercontinental belt and beat it up and everything, and then he lost it. Like, Takahashi, like, started trying to soften him up, and he did. And it was... It's like a big brother, little brother thing. It's adorable, to be honest. That's cool. That's a good yeah. storyline. So that's, that's the thing I, I don't like. I don't speak Japanese, so I lose a lot of the storyline. Yeah, I'll go back and, and like, and after I watch it, I'll go back and read and see what's going on. Because sometimes Kevin Kelly isn't the 
greatest uh, narrator in the world. Um, no, because he doesn't speak Japanese either. Do you want to talk about uh, the big event going on today? Yeah, so at 5 o'clock today, which is in about an hour, or if you're listening to this, it probably already happened. Um, AEW is having their rally for Double or Nothing, their first pay-per-view, or second if you count all in as the first one. But this the first pay-per-view since announcing their new their new wrestling and their new promotion with the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the hotbed of professional wrestling, Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know. It kind of, I mean, kind of is. Florida's a a hot spot for wrestling. Not Jacksonville. Like, nothing goes on in Jacksonville. I I don't know how many people are going to show up to this thing. The amount of wrestlers that are... WWE, WWE SmackDown is in Jacksonville tonight, isn't it? Maybe because the Raw was uh, Raw was here last night. I'm pretty sure SmackDown's at the arena, which is like a five minute walk from the stadium. Well, then that makes sense. I don't know. There's only seven guys officially signed to the company. I, they're going to announce. I think they're announcing new people tonight. And I get that they're going to bring new people in, but a lot of guys have contracts with like ROH and New Japan. They're not going to be able to work at this company. Like. What are you gonna? Who's who's out there that really interests you? Like fucking the dude with the scarf. Well, there's rumors that there's a lot of WWE talent that's already uh, like in the locker room. Inside officials have report have have talked to people. Like uh, there's reports that their locker room in WWE. There's a lot of people talking about like, oh, maybe I'll man think about that. Those guys do because those guys- they're not being. Those rumors are not happen, being used properly. But those guys have to make sure that before those guys leave, those guys have to see that they can make the same amount of money at this company that they can make in the WWE. Ziggler's probably making like, what, a half a million dollars a year? You think he's really going to leave to go work fucking smaller arenas for less money? I don't know, man. He's not that well, good at merch- comedy. You'll probably get merchandise with AEW. You get merchandise in WWE, too. No. Vince doesn't give any of the wrestlers any profit for their You're, merchandise. You you are not correct. You don't you don't get a you you might get like so much of something, but like you don't get you don't get to make money on merchandise. I've had Jericho explain this to me multiple times on his show. I'm pretty sure Stone Cold has talked about how much money he made off merch. That was a different time. Uh oh, boss is calling me. I gotta hang up. All right, uh, let me know if you can talk again. All right, thanks. Hey, buddy. Paulie. So where where were we? Um, we were talking about all all elite wrestling, I believe. Oh yeah, that um, I think it's gonna last for like a year. No, I think you're underestimating the amount of smarks there are right now. You think Omega goes with them, or you think he goes to WWE? I think Omega goes with them. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's silly. I think now's the time if he's gonna go to WWE to go. I think if he if he goes to WWE, it's only going to be so he can get his 
WrestleMania moment, and then he's going to go back with his friends. Maybe, but even if you bring Omega in for a year or two years, like, he's 35 now. I think it's now now or never for the dude. And I think he's the biggest deal in wrestling. Like, there's a chance he isn't the biggest dude in wrestling in a year or two from now. And my, my, my only issue with Omega is I'm not sure he can tell a good story in a match that's under a fucking hour. God damn. Yeah, well, the the problem is WWE doesn't give their guys time to work. And NGPW gives them too much time to work. No, I like the hour match. Yeah, I mean, sometimes restrictions, you know, help. Omega had good matches and the Climax would have hour limits. That's true. That's true. He did. Um, but, I mean, I, the, I, that's the one with Okada that he had where they just sped everything up and had a like blazing 15 uh 10 minutes that was that was really my favorite match that they've had yeah well they they he could work he the problem is WWE doesn't give him time at all like you've seen knock and styles at wrestlemania last year that match was awful for the two of them you had two of the best wrestlers in the world and they they didn't have like it was the best match on the card. To be fair, though, that no. Match... Oh well, no, it wasn't actually the Charlotte match. And Charlotte Oscar was probably better, but it was, it was not what they could have did. It was not their Wrestle Kingdom ten match. To be fair, that that Nakamura Styles match had time. It just wasn't good. It it only had like twenty minutes. That's that's a good amount of time for a wrestling match, man. In the WWE, I think in general, twenty minutes, like. Once you hit 25, 30 minutes, I'm starting to look at my watch. I, I think the two of them have become soft working with WWE. I, I just think it's their age more than anything. They're both see, in their 40, right? See, see you. No, Knox, Knox Mad Young. What was that? I didn't hear you. Knox Young. I think he's still only in his 30s. I, I think he's in his late 30s, man. And Styles is in his 40s. Styles is definitely in his forties. I think Nakamura is only like thirty-five. Hold on, Adam's not here to be a fax machine, so I got to figure this out. Oh my own. I I just since Nakamura is six foot two. He got married in two thousand seven, and he is. Where the hell is your... Oh, 38. Uh, he's older than I yeah, thought. I, I'm, gl- I'm glad you could find when he got married before you found his age. Yeah, because without clicking onto the Wikipedia link, Google, the information Google gives you is Shinsuke Nakamura is a Japanese professional wrestler and former mixed martial artist. He's currently signed to WWE where he performs on the SmackDown brand. Wikipedia, height 6'2", spouse, Harumi... Mayakawa. Is she hot? Married 2007. I'm going to find out. <laughs> I hear Nakamura was seeing the black chick from Bad TV. She is hot. Okay, good. Good for Nakamura. Yeah, she's a, she's a cute, cute little Asian girl. Yeah, so I'll, I'm sure all the citizens of Nak America are, um, are good looking. Um, But I think it's just. WWE, the, the travel, first of all, their travel schedule there is insane. Yeah, I think that's part of the deal. Like, but 
listen, if you're a big enough guy, you don't have to do all the traveling. Yeah, just look at Brock Lesnar. He barely has to travel and at I all. get Omega's not the draw that Lesnar is. But still, you could do some of it. Like, he could, he could work his own schedule out. Plus, he's big enough where he can work in first class in his deal. That's apparently a big thing for the wrestlers. Oh, yeah, because I know you and I are both big people in different aspects. <laughs> and and I hate, I don't know about you, but I cannot sit in economy. I, at the very least, need economy plus or else my plane, like a two-hour flight from New Jersey to Orlando is a nightmare for I'm me. I'm usually pretty good, but um, when I was... When I was coming back from um, Adam's wedding, I looked and I just upgraded to the bigger seat because I was hungover and didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, see, I I upgraded me and Adam on the way to Las Vegas, and it was awesome. And then on the way back, it was just like, oh, we're crammed. Yeah. But luckily, I was so brain dead and hungover from his bachelor party that I got through. No, if I'm if I'm hungover, I need a bigger seat. Like normally, normally I'm fine. I'll just sit on an aisle or a window and be good. But um, otherwise, no no good. Uh, so back to wrestling, though. Um, we got five more minutes because I got to run into work after. Five more minutes. Do you think AEW, do you think they do any type of walking onto the WWE property tonight? No, I don't think so. I think Cody still has a good relationship with those guys. I think he's still making some money with his father's likeness and all that stuff. Uh, Do you think there's any chance that this is all a work and Vince McMahon's been playing us? It's possible Vince could be involved. I, I honestly think the more the more that people are out there interested in the product, the better it is for WWE. Well, because what I was thinking, like, I, this is not what's going to happen, but can you imagine if they did that whole rally tonight and they're like, that's it, we're going to go invade SmackDown, and they go in because turns out all this stuff was all worked out. It's all a Vince McMahon thing, and all these guys that signed for All Elite, they're actually now a stable in the WWE, and the storyline is uh, an indie invasion. I I would think that it would be a little bit more long-term than that, where AEW goes and has their own shows and does their own thing, and um, maybe if they can't get a TV deal, they end up on the network or something like that, which again, the more the more product that's out there just helps the WWE because even if it's not WWE, people hear wrestling and that's who they associate it with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, they are they are professional wrestling at that point. But I do want to mention it was very smart of them to have it at five o'clock because I'm, I'm I believe the the dark matches start at what like seven. Uh, yeah, they do. And I, now when I went to SmackDown because it ends at ten, they did Cruiserweight. Uh, Cruiserweight 205 Live afterwards. But yeah, Mixmax Challenge is over, so they were starting at 7. I don't know if they start at 7.30 now. It's weird. It's weird. Well, that's what I'm thinking, though. But like, if they start at 7, 7.30, now if you're holding this AEW event at 5 in the same town, a five-minute walk from the arena, you're going to go tailgate at the Jacksonville Jaguars parking lot and check out this event while you're tailgating and then walk over, no? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess... I mean, if you are, it's a smart way to build a bigger crowd than they would have if it was any other day. As if it's like just people like us going to SmackDown. No, that's a lot of people with families, and the dads don't care about AEW. They're they're taking their kids to go see, you know, um, AJ Styles and John Cena. Yeah, exactly. 
I get it, but I'm just saying. So you have the people that were going to go anyway that are in the area. Then you have all the people that already had tickets to SmackDown, and they're like, hey, why don't we tailgate over here and go check out the AEW press conference, and then we'll walk over to SmackDown. By the way, speaking of John Cena, last night he came out to open Raw when I was there. And, you know, John Cena's John Cena. But the person that cut him off was a match that really intrigued me. Like, if I got to see John Cena versus Drew McIntyre one-on-one right now, I think I'd be in on that. I think that's a solid, like, WrestleMania match for good old Johnny Boy. See, I don't, I don't have any interest in seeing John Cena do anything. Man, do me a favor. Can he, you do me a favor? I've, I've lost all hope in John Cena. Can you do me Cena. a favor? Go on. Watch one of his Just matches. Just watch Cena Umaga. I think it's Last Man Standing. Watch Cena Umaga, Last Man Standing. Just watch the match and then tell me your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts are probably going to be, I'm, I'm going to call at least four botches. He, he does get a little cartoony now. He does. I, I give you that. He's, he's cartoony. He's way too his, cartoony. And his, like, I know goddamn right this man knows how to cut a promo. A, that was like the best thing he did. He can't do it anymore. Wait, he's a fucking cartoon Last character. year in the Royal Rumble, he was a goddamn embarrassment. In the last, the final four, he was, mm-hmm. it, it was like he was making a show of himself to get Nakamura over. Like, to, to kind of embarrass Nakamura and take away his heat. Because he was so, he was calling matches. I mean, he was calling spots as loud as could be on camera, flailing around like an idiot. It, oh, yeah. He, he was, it was, oh, it was terrible. And when he was trying to tell somebody something when he was going to get the 619, he might as well have grabbed their heads and pulled them close and whispered in their ear. Right on. It was, it was, it, it, it really didn't bother me. He was, he was terrible. He was terrible in that. I'm calling him out for being Hulk Hogan of this generation. I do. Not because of how big he is. Because he's a greedy fuck, and he doesn't like that he's not the star. No, I do think and... that there is something like... I think he's actually sad. Like, he seems like there's something wrong. He's going through a midlife crisis, I'm telling you. Alright, well, go do it someplace else. Don't make wrestling any worse than it already is. Listen, I, I still... Cena shows up, and it feels more important. It is what it is, man. So, Paul, uh, while we're here, I'm going to put you on the spot before you okay. go. Okay, last thing, because i got to run in the office. We're going to make this a weekly thing? Yeah, we can make this a weekly thing. Um, All right, so you guys heard it here first. This show is back on. All right, you do um, do Grizz on the car drive home four days, and one day we'll do – it's a work. I'm going to do Grizz in his car driving home five days a week, and it's a work one day a week. All right, if, I mean, you're giving yourself extra work then. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I, the more – podcast our network has the better our network that's is. kind of so if anybody out there wants to have a podcast of their own let us know we will gladly add you to our network um also me i watched the movie gabe gave me for this week uh, we're behind the recording we're gonna record thursday i watched left behind starring nicholas cage it's a remake of a kirk cameron movie it's basically like watching softcore porn without the sex all right speaking of kirk cameron did you uh did you watch the movie I gave you and Gabe to watch? Um, I tried to, uh, and I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It's atrocious. Oh, I know. I know. I didn't watch it. Mm. I might I might watch it just to be able to comment with you guys, but probably not because it sounds Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think I'm going to watch before the Cowboys game. This way, I'm in the right mood for a Cowboys game, which is angry and um, just unhappy, and maybe they'll turn it around. And if not, I'll already be in that mindset. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch PG Rated 
once a week. You could catch Grizzly's car driving home four to five days a week, depending on how good I am at getting people on the show. And you could catch this show that you're listening to now once a week as well. Kayfabe Only Brother will hopefully be back soon, but I can't promise anything on that. And as always, make sure you eat Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson, because Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson will always fill you up. They're quick, easy, and the cleanup is the breeze. Great. Paul, thanks for uh, bringing the show back. Later, buddy. All right, bye. It's a work with Paul and Grizz. Part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.